There we go. Let's get these alerts off so I can see what the heck I'm doing. Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, trending Thursday. Always so, so much just perky things going on, weird things going on, alerts going off. But anyways, good evening, everyone. This is Carol So, a.k.a. Not Boss, live with you. Just uh, say good evening, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0, trending Thursday at night. And uh, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a lot to say, um, like I always do. Um, but actually, before we get into all the alerts that I'm sure everyone was receiving today, uh, it was a good day trending. What was trending today was pickleball. And we uh, were at a tournament for a good chunk of the day. And uh, it was pretty exciting to see a lot of uh, the competitors from Pickle University where we are members. And it was Johnny's first tournament and they won gold in men's awesome. over 54.0 rating group. And it was really, really intense, very fast um, because, you know, they, they, they do like a round robin first. So depending on how many teams you get to play each team at least one time. So you have like, you know, six matches or however many matches within that group. And then you go on to what they call the playoffs slash semifinals. And then that really places the order of the top four teams. And then the top four teams at that point play best out of three. And uh, so, yeah. They uh, they won gold and their first game in the finals, they actually pickled the team. And it was a very, very. So what does that mean when you when you play pickleball and you pickle a team or pickle an opponent? It means that they didn't score anything. So the first game was 11 to zero zero. And it was they're a really good team. And, uh, you know, I don't know what happened to that team on that particular game. But, you know, it's kind of like any given Sunday on some of these games. And then they went on to win the gold medal uh, 11, 11 to 2. So they, you know, it was a long day of, you know, physical boom, 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 and waiting and, and playing. And the only good thing was it was indoors. So it was great for the players. I froze my butt off because Floridian businesses, uh, you know, theaters, restaurants, they keep the temperature like frigid cold. I don't know how cold it was, but it was cold. I had to keep going outside to get thawed out and then go back in because I was taking pictures because we had so many members. So for our club, uh, they won in these two, uh, two different divisions, which today's division was, and it's going on all weekend long, but today's division was men's doubles over 50 and women's doubles over 50. And so our club got in men's got gold and bronze in the men's division and swept the women's division uh gold silver and bronze so it was a good good day for our club uh good you know activity uh great movement although i didn't get the movement like they were getting and i was getting movement going up and down bleachers but you know what it, it is what it is when you're taking pictures of everybody but it was a fun day so that was trending in my world and i know that there was a lot of stuff trending all over social media and alerts. Yes. I must have gotten 40 alerts. Yes, I had many alerts and, you know, I, I went on my power walk early this morning and I was actually going to do a second one, you know, for my second 45 minute workout. Right. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, you know, 
wanted to kickbox. I was kind of toying between the both. And I ended up doing my second, you know, with kickboxing. And, you know, I have the, the timer on my cell phone. It's an actual, like you're in a boxing match, that type of, you know, with the bell and all that. And I have it set and, you know, <laughs> sometimes I'll glance over it. But, you know, all this stuff was popping up that, you know, I couldn't see one part of it. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. So, yes, it was a uh, news fill filled um, type of day. And um, there's a lot I could say about what's happening. But what I will will say is um, these are unprecedented times. And. I, for fear, well, no, I shouldn't say for fear. That's not what I want to say, but um, it's just very disturbing what's happening. Well, it, it is. And again, it goes back to several things. You know, when you just, people, you know, it's been 72 hours since what, you know, what occurred. And then to wait for this, uh, head of the alphabet agency to come out and say what he said, which, you know, was basically a statement. And you know what I love? I love that people value people's time. Like if you have an appointment, you know, get there a few minutes early or, you know, try to get there as much time as possible, or at least let the person know, Hey, I'm running a little bit late, whatever it may be. But when you have something where, you know, you're going through media and you say you're going to do a press conference at a certain time and you have to wait, you know, over 30 minutes. And then you can understand that if they were, you know, breaking news came in or they had to edit something or whatever, because that does happen. So you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. But when you come out and you're just reading a statement that actually if they actually did it Monday night after the event in a written statement, that would have sufficed because there was nothing, there was nothing, it was like a nothing burger for me. Uh, I didn't learn anything. I would have assumed that that person was the, the person that signed off on allowing this to happen. So that was no breaking news for me. Uh, what I found interesting uh, was was the, the words that he used. And, and ironically, I was thinking about that and I kept playing it over and over and over again. And, you know, the, the two things that came to mind is, you know, how, you know, his, his basically his statement was four minutes and three seconds long because I timed it, uh, give or take a few seconds here or there, you know, 30 minutes late. And he said that it was not possible First, he goes on to say that they they do their best to be unintrusive. You know, they they, they kind of go out of their way to make sure th things run smoothly. Um, and they any any you know, and they take special measures to make sure that happen. So, when you come out and make the statement that it was impossible to do that, because basically, and I'm paraphrasing what he said that he leaves the door open to state that hmm that they weren't cooperative or somebody wasn't cooperative but the statement from the opposing side 
really states that, you know, they had a meeting on June 3rd. And what I thought was really ironic was they uh, they did follow up with them a few days later after that June 3rd personal, like in-person meeting to ask that particular household to padlock a room and lock it, secure it with the room that had these documents that supposedly that they needed to get back. But then they don't hear from them. So you figure, say even if that happens somewhere between, I don't know, June 5th and June 8th, they told them to, you know, do that. So now you're talking like almost two months later with no interaction from what the opposing side is saying that there was no other, uh, they thought everything was cooperative. They didn't have any other correspondence. And then to go into this mode, so the room that you wanted them to secure that you told them and you did get um, you did get confirmation that it was secured, but then you go to break it down kind of a thing. That, didn't make it, that part I thought was very odd. And again, we don't know, you know, I, I always say, even as frustrating as this process is, you got to let things play out. We're not in control of that. But it does make you kind of wonder you know, why did, did it transpire? Now, the big dilemma or the big narrative right now happens to be the warrant. And from all the legal experts, because I'd rather listen to a legal expert like judges, you know, people that deal with that kind of stuff, they say that the warrant is, is basically a piece of, piece of paper with information that states, you know, why they're there, and then, then there's another piece of paper that talks about the context, contents that was removed. Mm -hmm. But everyone is now talking about, so they're going to release that or give permission to release it or petition to release it. And I believe that the opposing side has until tomorrow at a certain time to agree with it. But ultimately, it's up to the judge to do that. Mm -hmm. That's not where the nooks and crannies are. It's the affidavit piece to it. So you got one narrative pushing about the warrant. If the warrant is just a piece of paper and it says, you know, that it was signed off, you know, probable cause, but it doesn't give you any details, big deal. I don't think anybody really wants to see the warrant. They want to understand the reasons behind it. Because what you're stating was there's too many correlations with what happened in January and the same actors are involved. So, you know, does the archive, you know, whatever they call the official archives of presidential propaganda letters, birthday napkins and menus, um, you know, and letters in correspondence, I'm sure, to without warrant this kind of intrusion and why couldn't it have been? So, so the head of the alphabet agency is saying, they had no alternative. And again, I'm paraphrasing, I'm I'm paraphrasing. that's not the exact terminology that he stated it. But he's making it sound, and the, the interpretation is, by his own words, that like their hands were tied. This was the only way to do this. And I'm thinking, I just- It's it, called it, a subpoena deuces take them. That would have taken care of right. a lot of it. And the juice that everyone's talking about is the affidavit that supports the warrant because the ju judge that signs off on it, the person that's bringing it forward, 
it has to be a sworn statement, which is an affidavit. That much I know. And the proof or whatever everybody is, you know, wants to get their hand on, and rightfully so, is the affidavit. Now, I am no legal expert. I don't claim to be, but I've worked with a lot of warrants and subpoenas. I know how, how it works, the basics, I should say, you know, being a paralegal. <laughs> a subpoena deuces take them. I'm like, why didn't they just, okay, they, whatever point that they got to, like, why didn't they just issue a subpoena deuces take them? Right. And they did that with other actors. So, you know, and I think when, I think, I think the hard pill to swallow for most people is, you know, when you look at the list of from the day this particular person came down the escalator to where we are today, and you look at all the uh, brick walls, all the, the daggers, all the, you know, coming legal, coming afters of this particular person because of his name and his family and whatnot. You know, and then I, I the, the other key piece too is saying that the people's house knew no knowledge of it. And if that's the case, what a sad state of affairs because they should know, they should know that they are the ultimate person in charge and should know all these things. So again, you go back to how could that be? And if so, that makes us even a sadder state of affairs that they did it. Uh, I find it hard to believe that. I think most Americans find it hard to believe in it, regardless of what side you're on the uh, stress of the political sides, because it is a very stressful time uh, for Americans because they're feeling like their hands are tied. Like what kind of country is going on in our world that things are not, you know, and again, it's unprecedented because it's never happened to someone in this position who was in the position that he was in and maybe running again. You don't know. Uh, so yeah, my, my phone was, you know, alert, 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 alert. And I didn't pay attention to them because obviously I was, you know, busy with some fun stuff. Uh, and it was a great distraction. And then as, as soon as we got home, I was getting like all the alerts because supposedly this press conference was taking place. I'm like, oh, I don't like to watch the news. I'm not one to really watch the news anymore. And I'm, I'm like, okay, well, you know, this is unprecedented. This is like really history in the making. And I thought, okay, as, a, as an American, I, I wanna know what this man has to say, what, what this head of the alphabet agency has to say. And I wasn't impressed. I, I, and I think for me personally, I could be, be prejudging him because I know what he's done to parents uh, because that's uh, a thing that I've been passionate about and been fighting for parents' rights and uh, kids getting a decent education without indoctrination. And he's a big instrument with that, along with teachers' unions. They, they, you know, I think in my personal belief, they uh, came together with some sort of wacky doodle plan. Uh, so, and then his son, or I think I believe it's his son-in-law has got something to do with the educational piece to it and the publishing. I, I don't know. It goes on and on. It's just one rabbit hole to another. So my view of him already was not, I didn't have a good, very review of him. So that could be why I try to be open-minded, but, you know, I thought, well, I'm going to give this dude the, the, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the ability to come out and say what he's going to say and give him, you know, 
an open book to see what he had to say. And I wasn't impressed. I really, for someone in the position that he's in, you kept Americans waiting and for a statement that you could have just done in, a, in an actual written statement and done it Monday night and be done with it. So I wasn't, I wasn't highly impressed with his uh, articulation of anything, his demeanor. I thought it was what I, I did, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I did crack up at one point when he talked about the integrity of the alphabet agency. Now, I agree that there are many good, because you can say, you know, we say this all the time, there's bad apples in any profession. There's a lot of bad actors and bad apples in that profession, but they're not all that way. And when you have other people in that industry coming out and saying, you know, we're not, this is not right. When you have former uh, DOJs, former attorney generals coming out and saying like, this is not how you do things, especially with, uh, you know, a, a president that just exited out and that possibly is running like you just to his personal home, you just don't do that. So I think, you know, people can't understand. And the other piece he said was that he's, uh, you know, everything is fair. Everyone, it should be fair. Everyone should be treated the same. How can you say that? I mean, how can he look Americans in the face and say that? Tell me one other person on the other parties, meaning independent, meaning Republicans, that you've done something like this to. Yeah, I can't, there's not one person. There's not one person from the political that should have been, but not one person has been treated this way. So you don't come off as, and you talked about integrity, you, you've lost all credibility when you make a statement like that because it's not true. And it's so obvious that it's not true, at least own it. And, it, and how do you own it? He can't own it because he's playing a political, you know, balancing act. And that's why he can't own it. Well, he can't own it because, you know, as much as he's trying to uh, portray equal application under the law, right. all I will say in reference to that is, because uh, I'm going to talk in code here, obviously everybody's going to know what I'm referring to, a laptop over 30,000 emails, and the list goes on and on and on. And bleach. That must have been a stinky computer, by the way. I'm not really sure what all that bleach bit stuff means, but I'm assuming it means pouring bleach all, all over the keyboard? No, it's uh, like a- I have no idea, see? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking Clorox is getting a big, you know, big- No. Hammers and you know uh, other yeah, things and I'm assuming they mean they, they actually take a, a, te a technical term. Yeah. I, I've only you know found out about it you know within the last couple months. I was doing some research on it, but interesting. Uh, I didn't see any equal application and kind of ironic, you know, with everything going on that. Uh, somebody's on vacation and took uh the per person with them that oh you know it's national sun's day yes um, it and is. what a wonderful sun to celebrate right it probably is i mean he's, he's they're making good money so and supposedly there's a family fund that he could constantly contributes to so I guess, you know, you want to celebrate that. I mean, you know, to, to each his own. And, you know, again, it's not, 
it's so comical. It's sometimes it's very frustrating. Of course, it adds stress to our health and wellness, which we don't want that to do. And that's why you have to limit yourself to this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it is out there, and you uh, you have to validate validate it because it is uh, trending. Uh, you can't ignore it, but you you know kind of address it, maybe vent a little, and just put it aside because you know more and more stuff will come out, and then you know it'll go back to is is the stuff credible is the evidence credible you know was there an ulterior motive to doing what they you know what was done who knows and i always say when you're talking about branches of what we're talking about do we ever get the truth no so you know it's one of those it's one of those things like who assassinated jfk will we ever will the american people ever know no I mean, everyone has their suspicions, but you'll never know. Um, and when, you know, maybe we're not supposed to know. I, I, I don't know, but, you know, we are in a funky and, you know, and then of course, you know, you got elections that are coming up and, you know, it all can't be coincidence. There, there, there's, there I is, don't believe in coincidence. Yeah, not, not, not to this extent. Not to this extent. So it's a little crazy. The other thing that's trending is, a lot of people have been talking about uh, the troubles with their internet, and I'm one of them. I actually got uh, uh, someone coming out on Saturday, but a lot of people have been constantly complaining that either uh, they've got dropped calls, they're not getting not getting good internet service at their home, that their TVs are you know constantly either rebooting or going out because everything you know is now on you know Wi-Fi and digital and you know this and that. So I've heard a lot of, I'll yeah. to, that was the other alerts I was getting. Yeah, they're dialing it back. I heard somebody yeah. that I know very well said, this is what, what tends to happen when certain things are on at a certain time. Correct. So uh, I did, now a lot of people have the ability, which I do too, uh, if it works, but of course it didn't, where you can go on an app with ever, whoever your carrier is, and they can do it remotely to test. So I did that. And now they're like, uh, yeah, we got a problem. Houston, we got a problem and we can't fix it remotely. So we have to send a technician out. So we, we shall see what that is about. Because the other piece to that is I have, uh, I upgraded months ago to the higher strength and for me, it's worse than what I had, which doesn't make sense. Why would I be paying for a higher strength? And I say strength because I don't know what the technical terminology is. I get more bytes or whatever the heck I get. I don't exactly know what the terminology is, uh, signal, whatever. But so they're coming out. But I, I, I thought, oh, why is it always happening? But then I realized it's happening to a lot of people. So a lot of people have been talking on different social media platforms like, this is getting ridiculous. I can't even, you know, drop calls and it's just nonstop. And I actually went to uh, our cell phone carrier and the same thing. I said, you know, what is going on? They go, yeah, you know, we're having problems with the towers. Tower alert. So we got tower problems. We got signal problems. It's like we're all, what's the word I want to use? We're all um, misfiring with wires. <laughs> Ay, yeah. So um, trending Thursday, 
Mm. I got a recipe that's trending. It is you take a because who doesn't love pizza, right? And I want to get to make sure that I, I uh, tell the ingredients right. Uh, so it's a, so you you know you can buy you know all different types of pizza crusts now. You can get uh, cauliflower ones, all these different ones. So this one is uh, made from chickpeas, and it's it, what I like about it is a little bit thicker. Um, I mean, I do love thinner pizza anyways but when you're using cauliflower or chickpeas I like it a little bit thicker because it doesn't handle the same way obviously as dough does um, and then of course the uh, vegan mozz mozzarella shreds which tastes and melts just like regular mozzarella which mm. I thought was pretty cool and then adding um, you know obviously uh, you can get the meatless meat which is, you know, vegans use that and sprinkle that on there. And it looks just like hamburger and kind of taste it. And then add a bunch of different veggies and ooh la la. And the, one of the key things that I like to do is, which, and it reminds me of a pizza and it's no longer in exist, existence, but it was from Meriden, Connecticut. It was called uh, Bernalini's Pizza. Oh, and yeah. they had the best dough. I mean, the best pie. It was just oh, so yummy. But what they did is they put the, uh, you had the, they rolled out the, you know, hand tossed the, the dough. They put the ingredients down first and then the sauce. And now they put the ingredients, the cheese, and then the sauce. And then it went in the brick oven so that the sauce would eventually seep in. But it was just a different way to do the pizza. Um, and I did that with this and oh, it came out really. That sounds real good. You know, so it was, you know, what, what I, I, pizza to me is like pie. I could just eat, I could probably eat a half of one if I really thought about it, depending on how big it was. But obviously it, it's a staple. So I thought, okay, got to find healthier ways to, because I'm obviously trying to stay away from white flour and even some wheat flour. And I thought, ooh. So a lot of people were actually doing. I noticed that also a lot of people are doing healthier versions that is not taboo of good old great recipes there. And I think that's awesome that people are being innovative with their cooking and their baking and saying, you know what, I love this recipe. I'm going to find another way to make it that is going to be healthier, maybe has less fats, less sugars, less sodium, because we know, uh, as we talked the other day, that the two significant things that support bad bacteria in your gut are sugar and dairy mm -hmm. you know that's true that that is true mm -hmm. and yeah and i bought some you know obviously this time of year i i love ice cream and i you know gave all that up but i'm i was like still wanting something like that so i found a vegan ice cream did what's the brand you gotta tell me um i think it's called so or something i'll have to look at it I'll look at it it was a mint there you know comes in the pints and it was a mint chocolate chip and then i got the um the double chocolate chip thing and i was like oh in heaven <laughs> i just you know have like a little like maybe it's a half a cup yeah especially on a hot summer day it's refreshing. It's cool. 
That's so, a cool tree. I, I don't, I'll have to look in our freezer here and the different grocery stores that we have, and maybe I'll find that. But yeah. I, do, I, love, I love being able to still enjoy good food with a healthier twist to it. And I, you know, healthy sometimes just gets such a bad rap. Like a lot of people think healthy means it's not going to taste good. Let me tell you, healthy tastes good. It really does. Well, way back when, you know, it was when you think of healthy, you think of iceberg lettuce. Like that doesn't sound too appetizing. But but when you think about let, the iceberg lettuce really has no nutritional value. No, no water, very water soluble, but right. yes, uh, if you're doing a spinach or a kale, then you're at least getting some protein. Oh well, yeah, or my absolute favorite is arugula. Yes, with chopped up um, Granny Smith apple. Yeah, you make a good arugula. I always have a hard time saying that arugula. Arugula uh, uh, salad. I had a great salad uh, last night. Our uh, neighbors made you know did the wedge salad and i haven't had that in forever so that was my little extra treat last night because it had bacon in it i've got to watch my sodium so but it was yeah. yummy just yummy yummy so that's what i think people should start thinking about it's their favorite summertime treat you know and or any treat and say hmm, how can i like pick this recipe apart and you know start off slow if you want Mm -hmm. there's there's so many great ways to still have your taste buds burst with flavor and your belly feel real yummy but knowing that you've actually fed your gut something good that's going to support good bacteria and uh push back the uh, on the uh, bad bacteria and that's true and on the, this trending thursday at night um trending thursday what's today august 11th oh my ryan's birthday is next wednesday yeah sure mail out his card tomorrow trending thursday at night we are getting very close to that 500 mark i think this would be 496 i think i'll double check that um we are going to have our 500th episode party actually celebrate it um, probably sometime in um, September because we're both traveling. Well, we but, might get there by next week. Well, uh, oh yeah, we'll get there by next week and we'll have our little party thing. But we wanted to, um, you know, do like we did for our 250th, and I think we did it for the 350th where we had like a round table um, discussion. Some of our great uh, guests that you know really uh, just had so much goodness and added so much value to all aspects of health wellness mindset fitness all of that together yeah because you know we all know wellness is a big umbrella there's a lot of stuff underneath it don't let it rain on your parade and on that note my name is janice aka wellness diva 5.0 and i'm with two sisters and this is carol so aka nani boss getting excited gonna go spend a little time with a gold medalist and we wish that you uh have a great thursday evening but it is trending thursday i know there's a lot of alerts going on I know there's a lot of chatter about this and that and what's going on in the world but you know what why not you be the trend center of something that's not actually trend setting and flip it around i kind of like that we will see you tomorrow for fantabulous friday have a good night everyone bye everyone